Uh, welcome back to Retrospective Radio. I am still your host, Austin Trevino. And I'm Jordan Trevino, co-host. Alright, so we're on episode two. Starting off right now. We will pause this, so don't try to start it at the same time. <laughs> Water, earth, fire, air. We actually see a lot of characters that we see later, too, in that intro. Yeah. I'm not going to name them. <laughs> but it's interesting, though. And one of them is completely worthless, believe it or not. <laughs> I don't know if at I least believe in the you, begin- I don't know At yet, least in the so. beginning. I'll explain it later, but... <laughs> what do you think of the, if any, symbolism that Katara is voicing the intro? I think a lot of the story comes from her experience with him. Makes sense. It makes sense, especially with like how this story ends and everything, where it's like, you don't know who she's telling this to. Yeah, but that she was there She was there a majority of the time. Mm-hmm. It also makes sense why we only see bits and pieces of Aang's past, What's because she wouldn't called? know... She wouldn't know everything. I immediately Already wasn't paying re- attention. Re- rewinding. Oh, the Avatar Pausing. Returns. It's called the Avatar Returns. Which, if you haven't figured it out yet... It's about the Avatar Returning. It's about the Avatar Returning. I think we've already said... Who could that set. be? Who could it be? Is it Sokka? <laughs> Is it a penguin? I think so. I think it might be the penguin. <laughs> or it might be... <laughs> to say it's Momo, but that's not. <laughs> We're still... <laughs> the unsuspecting air... last airbender that's on top of the penguin. <laughs> and now I'm going to make a quote like I did last time. <laughs> that lemur's airbending. <laughs> that lemur's earthbending. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till we get to actual comedy. In the... Like, we're, it's... There's been some funny moments we haven't said. Yeah. But there's some moments in this show that just, you can't help. Uh, so, Aang returning to the water, to the Southern Water Tribe with Katara, uh, again, is met with the children loving him and... And, the, and what we consider adults, because again, we don't know how which old most really of Which really are teenagers. People, most of them, yeah. Most of them are maybe, or even that... The oldest early per- teenagers, there's a, there's and then it's elderly. It's elderly and like maybe early 20s. Tops, tops, tops. tops. Like, these are young mothers, for the most part. Yeah. And we get we get the impression that the reason the kids like him is because of both the tricks he's done and their kids. They don't know what this means for them. Also, Aang is such a... Uh, Show off. Well, yeah, a little bit. But he's such a symbol of, like, youthful innocence. He's light you as air. He literally is light as air. Yeah, he's he's just having fun. He's not looking to solve problems or to in fact he avoids create fact, anything. We, we can, he just wants to have fun. We can he just see wants he's avoiding them. Like uh, he's he's being well, right now. He's being challenged by these elders, and he's saying nothing about nothing to it, except that he's going to help find a waterbending tr- teacher for Katara, which is something we didn't mention last time. Which is she I, she wants to learn how to use the ability she has. I get the sense that he is a natural kid, you know, and, uh... Kids don't like conflict. Well, yeah, and he's being met with this conflict that's very real, and I don't think he's pushing away from it But he can't fully avoid it. Because, because he can't avoid it at the end of the day. Excuse me, you're absolutely right. Well, I don't think he's pushing away from it fully because it's his conflict, but partially because he is a kid. 
but also partially for sure because he feels guilty. We don't know. He's who, a he's yeah. a twelve year old who's the avatar. I mean, obviously, who's that's... supposed to be very powerful and all knowing, and he, God, he's twelve. He he probably knows close to as much as we do. You know. I mean, yeah, we know as much of this world as he probably does as well. And, he woke up uh, in a world that for them is to different want... than him. It's, yeah. He doesn't know anything about this world. And for them to, they, they kind of all seem to look to him to, they expect, save them. they expect him to save them. Yeah, for sure. Well, these, they don't it's even hard. know he's the Avatar yet. I think. Oh, like, we know, we might they know. They don't? Not, they don't. Oh. They just know he's an airbender. And that all the, and that there's not been an airbender, but he set off a flare letting the Fire Nation know. Which we don't know if the Fire Nation knew where this tribe was, either. And they don't know that yet. They could have moved, for all we know. Yet. We, we are, it is established already that uh, the Fire Nation did kill uh, Sokka and Katara's mother and their fathers off fighting. Yeah. But it is not... But we don't know if that's the village that they're currently in, or they had to run away from their original home. So yeah. for all we know, they were hiding. You're absolutely right. Because oh, wow, this is the point at which Aang realizes that his actions do have consequences. He set off that flare, and they're going after his new friends. He can see that the Fire Nation is coming now. Yeah, <laughs> this this shows that Sokka wasn't ready to be a fighter yet. No, he young Sokka. He was the equivalent of a child picking up a sword and not knowing what to do with it. He, he's he's getting ready for battle, and it also is showing Zuko get ready for battle. But and Zuko seems the parallels are are crazy. It's it's Sokka putting on makeup, painting his face, almost to be intimidating because he doesn't have that intimidation. Yeah, while Zuko's getting dressed by Which, his you can make the arguing handmaids and maidens and and. And it's in it's steel. The prince and the it's it's in... the prince and the pauper, which I can't. See. Which they've already said he's a prince, I believe. Yeah. But uh, it's Sokka's not nothing special. He's no, he's just someone that was left with this. Which you could argue the makeup is kind of uh, tribalistic in a way, but I'd almost say it's him oh, putting yeah. on. It's him putting on a brave face. It's not. He's still a child. It's even if it's reflecting just the society's fighting. Yeah. It's he's, he's he's that of a tribesman versus that of a advanced civilization, more advanced civilization. Incredibly, it's so. the Stone Age versus the Bronze Age. It's I'd almost yeah. Say, where it's like bring your yeah. It's it's really bad. It's the Boxer Rebellion essentially, where it's tanks versus people trying to use martial arts. It's yeah. Which I hope I remembered how the Boxer Rebellion worked. <laughs> um. No, it's God. Sokka almost got taken out just by the ship pulling in. It's really David and Goliath here, where it's like he's sticking to his handheld. Which I said staff. last time. I said last time. It's another big comparison to uh, Star Wars. Yeah, you have this tiny ship right. versus this immeasurable. You have this tiny person versus this immeasurable ship. Yeah, the power just doesn't even compare. And wow, and. Sokka's really shown humili humiliation here. Because he just falls on his ass. The shot, just the ship opening. He um, loses his nerve. Is, is life threatening to Sokka. Yeah. 
This is also the first time we, uh, the characters meet Zuko, actually. Yeah. He comes out with henchmen, and just looks absolutely villainous. Sokka tries to <laughs> attack, but is... Zuko does not even lift a finger. He yeah. kicks him out of the lifts way. Lifts a foot. Yeah, it's... And it just, it looks effortless. And disarms him and pushes him to the side. Zuko is, of course, here for the Avatar. Well, he assumes is here for some reason. Light... <laughs> I think is his excuse at this point. <laughs> if we're gonna be, if we're gonna poke a little bit of holes at this, he saw he saw them jumping. But he's oh, he did see them jumping. He saw them jumping, and to be an airbender and jumping. So Sokka's makeup has now fallen off. Actually, oh yeah, which you can see symbolism or not. Oh <laughs> Sokka throws his boomerang for the first time, and it misses. No, I seemingly. I, no, I said I was gonna make a counter of this. It's it's in. No, I told myself the, I it's gone. Maybe forever in the right, distance. Sokka uh, attempts to attack with a staff and is shown a fool by Zuko. But, <laughs> but his boomerang returns and hits Zuko in the back of the head. One, yes. <laughs> you do always come back. Probably the. I'm to say, one of the strongest characters is Sokka's boomerang. <laughs> it's definitely a crowd favorite. It's definitely a crowd favorite. As we go through this show, I will be making a tally of how many times the boomerang is thrown and returns. That's fair. In any way, shape, or form. Because there are few returns. It's amazing. Are... It's it's miraculous, yes. It's a constant. Aang is gearing up to battle a good eight, ten firebenders on Zuko's, uh, under crew. Zuko's hand. Yeah. Which, I believe this is one of the first times we see fire bending too. Definitely, yeah. We see Zuko practice, I think, a little bit, but we don't see combat. Yeah. This not... is actually the first combat, if you think about this it. This is, completely. Which is interesting, too. It shows that this show is not centered around also, the fighting. Also, I think Zuko's only, like, two years older than him. If we're... It's deceivingly so. I think Aang is about... 12 and Zuko might be 16. I think Zuko might be 16 at this point. Or or around there. I, I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Aang offers to give himself up and go with Zuko if Zuko promises not to attack or hurt any of the tribe. You also gotta realize Aang has never seen death. He doesn't no. understand what he's doing. Yeah, he's a, he's 12 year old. This is We don't know the world that he comes from beforehand aside from that he he said it froze has, for and he said years. it has no it, it was peace in his time. It was peaceful. Yeah. He's still smiling even as he the door closes <laughs> on the ship. It's really and he, it kind of seems like he's realizing what's going on. It's yeah. It's very, it's very parallel to a lot of very dark stories. He might be in the real world. his doom. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think it hits him until he sees Katara crying in the scene where it's really super sad and scary, very scary. And the scariest part is this village just keeps moving on. Somewhat, it's they've seen this. Sadly, yeah. You're absolutely right. Not many stories start in a 
fully war-torn... They don't usually start in the suppressed group where it's like... There's not warriors here. No. These are children. As you see this, Katara right now is is saying to her brother Sokka, we have to go save him. And this it's, is it's crazy. S- this is the... This is the first this development This is coming of from a teenage girl, and this is the only person in the tribe that feels this way. Because the rest of the tribe are not, like you said, they're not warriors. But they're good people. So they... they Sokka's... Their grand-grand does offer them help then, too. Yeah. Realizing that she might never see them again. So I was just going to say, Sokka is on more than on board. He already started creating a canoe. Which and this their the Gram Gram, who did not want Aang to live with them, yeah. is giving supplies. That they need to move. They need to find their own way. And if that means risking their lives to save this stranger, it that's it. This is also where we see Sokka be his first steps towards being some kind of honorable man. Mm-hmm. He needs to do the right thing. Yeah. Gramgram gives a sleeping bag and some other supplies and says this is your destiny that uh to be the Pokemon master you're <laughs> 10 years old <laughs> <laughs> yes uh <laughs> you know what though it makes me very interested in what Gramgram's history is you know for her to see something like this happen and her grandkids have this passion to want to help him and say listen you you gotta go do this Where's Graham Gam coming from? You know, she's she, some shit. She can recognize. Yeah. Some destiny is unfolding. So Aang is being brought I, down. This show has many. Like I'm always impressed. There's so many elders in this show that are just. They almost see the bigger picture, but will never reveal what it, this could be. Yeah, they they might. And I don't see. I don't think they're seeing some kind of future or anything. I think they see an outcome where this works out for them. Or it works out opening, for everyone. An opening. Yeah. yeah, they see. If I don't do this, it could be worse than if I did. It could. This they will never grow if I don't let them go. If they're stuck here, pretend. If Sokka's stuck here, pretending to be a warrior, he'll never become. It's it's if, if uh, Katara just practices. Waterbending. Maybe even wrong. Southern. She doesn't know. Yeah. Well, there's no waterbend. She's the she's the only waterbender too. Yeah. So she might even be doing it wrong, and we wouldn't know. Yeah. She could just be stunted if. She... It's really just like time to throw the bird. Time to throw the chicks out of the nest. You know, I think a lot of the wisdom in this show, from the elders specifically, is the openness to all possibilities. Which, which is really which actually refreshing works in, and intriguing. Which works in this, because Sokka takes a chance and yells yip yip, which at this moment causes Appa, something Sokka did not believe, to fly. Yeah. So it's actually really good that you said that at that moment, because it, <laughs> it works with what just happened. They yeah. take the leap. They, they throw caution to the wind. What's it going to hurt? Yeah. And, and they flop and they soar. I think it's refreshing to have that kind of uh, wisdom pushed in a show, period. Not just an animated show, but just any show. No, yeah. To have a wise person be more open-minded. To have an elder be this, the one that thinks outside the box. This was definitely the start of like a lot of open thinking, I'd say. Because I'd say a lot of people who, who are now like... 
visionaries of these whole like open groups and everything were were kids at this point yeah even if they were closer to your age or closer to my age they grew up watching this yeah that there was wisdom beyond what we knew yeah Suko just trapped Aang in his ship throwing fire at him Aang is doing classic airbender maneuvers averting which is he's just rolling around yeah he's zero attacks completely just it's actually almost reminiscent of I'd say like a judo in a way he just kind of not really uses the energy but just like moves around moves around how Zuko's moving (laughs) it's it's almost a dance (laughs) I also don't want to be taking this too too seriously. He there is some tomfoolery going on. Oh, it's yeah. But oh, and he wraps him up. In but his isn't own. that isn't that essentially when a teenager and a child fight though? The teenager will become more childish as he real, because he's not an adult either at this point. No, not at all. He just thinks he is. God, Zuko looks so young here. You threw out sixteen. Possibly, he could be as early as. 13 or 14 but he's no but if he's older so he thinks definitely older he definitely so he thinks, thinks he's, he's an adult more commanding yeah. yeah which we don't know his past well we do but we're not saying his past yet seeing his past yet so he feels entitled he does which is but we also know that he's been I think at this point we do know he's been banished to find the avatar yeah but we have no idea why well and I think it's interesting in that same breath that like he's so disciplined without anyone above him seemingly anyone above him disciplining disciplining him you know what i mean he's so he's let he was reserved he's so strict upon himself and his his ship crew much more than a teenager typically would or should be he angrily fights tooth and nail with Aang, throwing fireball after fireball, and finally knocks Aang into the water. Wow, and this is the first time we see Aang enter the Avatar state, which is... Yes. Which is explained later, but essentially he gets to call upon his past lives. He's using waterbending to come up. Wow, and... It's a tornado of water. He is just knocking everyone which, off deck. Which and, is fun uh, later because we actually see main characters use this level without yeah. needing this extra ability, right? Yeah, yeah it really you're shows absolutely the right. scale of this beginning wow, he's part. he's passing out now. It, it really took it out of him just to be able to do that. That's such a notable... Right? It's yeah. a notable thing to put down that, like... This was not an insane launch. This he does He does this several times. This is not... <laughs> oh, shut off the We're still recording audio. Guess <laughs> he just hit the power strip. Our video. Uh oh. Did it all go? No. No, we're good. Yeah, we're still recording. Nice. <laughs> our uh, our power strip just died. <laughs> Some thoughts. Some thoughts while we're uh, rebooting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it really does. It scales it up. It's like. That's a weird first first Avatar state, isn't it? Because it's not impressive. 
It's what? I mean, it's impressive that we see this for the first time. We haven't seen water bending. Some it's, it's super impressive. I've never seen anyone come up in a yeah. For someone who can fly to come up from deep down below water in a a well, we didn't know water bending to that extent either. No, we, we saw Katara assumed... slap her brother in the face with some water. Yeah, but we didn't. We saw her accidentally through her absolute rage, you know, uh, break an ice, break an ice, an iceberg. That's but that's a not small, a very small iceberg. Yeah, which we're gonna get a little bit future here for a second. That, and I'll, I'll say it again. That was the least impressive Avatar stick. Because that is what some characters later, that is their baseline, mm-hmm. and it just shows like how much growth these a lot of characters go through in this show. Yeah, where it's like, hey, remember when this was impressive? Important to note for those who aren't watching the show that uh, the Avatar state is shown by Aang's eyes glowing white, and also his oh, Aang has arrow tattoos. But if you haven't seen. We his do, tattoos glow as well. His tattoos do glow as well. It's assumed because those are essentially somewhat kind of connection to ancient air bending. Um, yeah, it's, it's not really gone in depth what they. Yeah, honestly, not really. All airbenders get the tattoos that Aang has. We assume it's symbolic because of one of the first airbenders, but it's never like. I, I can't remember if it's ever gone over, but. That's part of the fun of this show, too. We've seen this show a couple times, but we've... There's still things we overlook. Which is kind of the interesting thing yeah. about us doing this. is we Every see, time watching it. We get to see what the other one saw this time or that time. Something it's, new. Yeah. Because, believe it or not, we've never seen this show together. Yeah. Either. Um, nice. So, this next is after the Avatar state where Aang's, of course drained completely because well we don't know why actually yeah he's just left exhausted we assume because he's done this great great thing great thing wow Zuko's still hanging on by the end of shit but Sokka uh next knocks him off and claims it as a victory (laughs) (laughs) he poked him with a stick while he was climbing up the ship and that (laughs) (laughs) that was the Historic. Uh, <laughs> Katara, Katara does her, her water bending. She tries to water bend these guys, and she accidentally freezes Sokka behind her. So she turns around to face Sokka and does the same move that she did, and it freezes. She. The, the funny thing is, she then reala- that she meant yeah, to. she then realizes that she can do that move, but it has to be reversed mm-hmm. right now. That she's just facing the wrong way right now. <laughs> An uncle Ira just woke up from a nap. Could you imagine if he was awake for this? No. Oh. Wow. He and Zuko throw a large fireball at them as they're flying away, but Aang airbends it into a glacier beside them that uh, makes it rain ice and snow upon the ship. And the ship is. Locked. I don't think that's how ships work. Landlocked again. <laughs> I don't think if you put a bunch of snow on it, it's still floating. Well, you know, it does look like... It could like be scraping the ground. I don't know how deep it the water It looks is. like... Yeah, I was going to say, it's hard to say. 
Wow. And and my PS4 is telling us there's system version six <laughs> seven point two to update. They're, they're, <laughs> the um, crew is thawing the rest of the crew out that's frozen by Aang. So they're going to go like and look Tara. At this point, they're look they're gonna go check out where Aang was from, see what's going on. Yeah, and he's admitting that he is the Avatar and that he ran. Yeah. This is, I think, the first time we actually hear him say he's the Avatar. Yeah. Which makes sense after he uses the ability that only the Avatar can use. To bend multiple elements. To bend multiple elements and honestly inhabit that kind of spirit where it's like that glow and yeah. It's a magical world, but there's still things that not everyone can do. It's there's still myth. There's still legends in this world. Yeah. And of course he's like, We're gonna go to the North Pole, but we're going to sightsee on the way. <laughs> yeah. Let it be known, hundred year old map, that comes up later. <laughs> yeah, I love that Aang opens the map to show uh what they need to do and then immediately expresses everything that they must do on the way which is more swimming uh, with koi fish swimming with koi fish uh more all the childish but their first their first stop is going to be in the next episode the uh, the southern air temple right which which is from where he's from which is where he's from originally. It's essentially he ran away and he's coming home. Katara and Sokka seem a little bit more comfortable. Well, I was gonna say, does Graham Graham know that they lived? About about where they're going. Where Ang seems very hopeful and excited. But does Graham Graham know they lived? No. <laughs> no. But Graham Graham is sleeping well. <laughs> She doesn't have Sokka in her ear anymore. She doesn't... No, Katara, like, freezing random parts of their village. Katara is the only waterbender of their village. Yes. That's a crazy thing. That, like, she can just do straight up, as Sokka calls it, magic as he knew it. How many... There's only two, right? Waterbending tribes? The southern the, that and the we're northern? Aware of. That we're aware of. So Sokka being... Or not Sokka, Katara being the only waterbending southern tribe. It's weird. It's it's not, it's incredibly. It's very. It's, it's the odds are up are up there. It's she is a you know something to protect, but she's also been an outsider. Is what that means. It's it's a catch twenty two. It's yeah. She's this great much so she's kind of very similar to Aang in that way where it's in her own community she was something of an outcast because of how yeah. special she was. I think that I'm curious at least how that plays into their dynamic. I've never them. I've never thought of it that way. They actually. they have an immediate connection. Sokka and Aang don't not get along. They get along well. Fine. Yeah. But Katara and Aang connect Immediately, I think it's because they're both well benders to begin with, and like I said, they're outcasts. They're outcasts among their people, which we'll learn about more in the next episode. 
because that's where it goes into a little more depth. It's uh, all right, uh, but I think that's where we're gonna end it. Uh, yeah. This has been Retrospective Radio on Avatar Episode Two. Thank you for joining us. Turn of the Avatar. Thanks for joining us. I'm Austin Trevino. You can follow me at at Austin Lawful on Twitter. I'm Jordan Trevino. You can follow me on Hot Champ Factory. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's diving for that. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for listening. Again, like last time, any comments are appreciated. Uh, I'll even take negative. I'll even take negative comments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give it to us straight. Give it to us straight. If you like what we're doing, do you want us to do it a different different way? Doesn't mean we're gonna do it, but we'd like to hear about it. We'd like to hear about your ideas. All right. Thanks for listening.